voice, AI, and what is your Wi-Fi password? It's Reiterate, the Digital Marketing Podcast. Hi, it's Clint Griffin, and this week we're going to be looking at how voice will radically change the landscape yet again. It's fairly obvious that voice is becoming the new standard. And the thing with voice is it takes a lot of computing power for it to work. It's not the kind of thing that you can build into a little app, download, and have it work for you. It needs to be built with cloud solutions. What does this mean for personal devices? Well, they're going to change. Access to the cloud, access versus ownership again, means that the powerful computers we have in our pockets don't need to be that powerful anymore. They need to be a strong, internet-connected device that lets us access everything that we have remotely. So why have a device at all? If voice is the the thing that drives us together and voice is the tech that we can recognize, all we need is a way for our voice recognition patterns to access any terminal, anywhere, anytime. We can do things like use our voice to find a camera that is closest to us and take the selfie. We can use voice to access a microphone a connected device, the fridge, and use that to make a call. All that happens is it goes to your account, which you pay for. No cell phone to lose, no expensive hardware to buy, just a thing in the cloud, a way of accessing it, and off we go. The thing about voice that's most interesting is it doesn't work the way we think it works. It doesn't access a set of data and extrapolate an answer. That's a lot of code. That's every permutation of anything that anyone has ever thought about being written down with an answer. And that simply won't cut it. We need voice that understands what we want to say and gives us solutions in a language that we understand. Because everything is going to go cloud-based, we don't need that device in our pockets, as we've said. Um, when I lose something or something goes down, it's really, really simple to log into my Apple account and set up a new computer within about 20 minutes, depending on how fast my network is. We love our devices and there's permutations around how we will then interact with our games and our security blanket that's in our pocket. But we didn't have one 20 years ago. We didn't have a television 60 years ago. We didn't have radio 100 years ago. There was no telephones. Things that have become integral to our lives didn't exist. And things that perhaps were really important aren't that important anymore. So I think it's important to look at the way that we interact with our devices and the way that we as marketers understand the change of device. Customers will take some time to do that and early adopters will get onto the trend and it'll freak a lot of people out and it'll it's not like the kind of thing that's going to go away quickly. But over time the devices in your pocket will become less and less meaningful and the interaction with other things in the world that let you access the same things becomes reasonable. A super fast internet, a way of accessing anything that you want on any device, means that you can do that anywhere. What is your Wi-Fi password becomes irrelevant when I log into whatever network there is with my voice 
and it and I pay the charges. All there needs to be is ubiquitous access to these things. How does this change it from a marketing perspective? What happens to apps? Apps at the moment are devices or little pieces of code that we download and we, we, we pay lots of money for them to be installed. And they last or they don't. The average app sits on a phone in a use state for about a month and then it sits on the same device for years and has never accessed again. It's a lot of investment for something that most of the time doesn't work. Of course, this changes the game radically for the search houses and the social media companies. They use cookies to find you and to track you. That's based on the, the browser that you use and the phone in your pocket. When there isn't a browser to use and a phone in your pocket, what will it use? It'll use your universal access ID. And your universal access ID means that you can be targeted anywhere at any time. Um, that changes how these systems work a lot. That changes the way we set up search a lot. It changes the way we set up remarketing. Do you even know in the future if you're going to be visiting a website when it's all done visually and orally and you look for something and it pops up on the nearest screen? Um, there's no way to track that, but there is a way to track your voice. And this, in terms of a voice application, means that we become 100% data. How scary is that? Everything that we do, everywhere we go, every conversation we have becomes trackable, traceable, and something that becomes non-anonymous going forward. It's pointless having a VPN when your voice is the thing that lets you access the cloud to begin with. They're going to know what you're doing. How does that change the way that you do things? How does that change the way um, marketers get to you? And how does that change the way that you interact with the world? I know that we're super scared about our privacy, and that is a real concern. But privacy and the private world is a very new idea that didn't exist before. Marshall McLuhan pointed out in the 60s that to a guy like Homer, private identity just simply didn't exist. There were no private houses. Everything was, I suppose, an open plan way of living. Um, we had no identity that wasn't shared amongst other people. And that is the one of the interesting things about an orally connected world is that we lose our privacy and we forsake that for access. That's the way it was up until 200 years ago. And it's going to go back to that. Ironically, voice, which started it all, is the thing that's going to bring us back there, albeit this time powered by data and connectivity. The analog world of voice becomes the digital world of voice. And with the digital world of voice, we lose our privacy. To speak into a device is unnatural. That's why people have trouble presenting. That is why people have even more trouble looking at a camera than interacting with real people. But that doesn't matter because 500 years ago, people weren't literate. So everything they did was by voice. So we'll go back there and we'll change it again. And the awkwardness of talking as opposed to typing will be fine. But it also means the way that we type search queries, we understand that. The way that we ask search queries is completely different. The syntax is different. The way we use language is different. The 
colloquialisms that we use, the words, the shortcuts um, that you see in modern text online become something that we speak about. People don't use Google search the way that they type, the same way that they speak. And think about how that will change and think about the way that that changes the languaging that you're going to be using as marketers on the internet. So to sum it up, voice means that the devices we have may become less powerful because we access from the cloud. Access in its entirety may, may come from the cloud. Access may be something that we pay for no matter where we are and no matter what connection we have to the cloud. Um, the way that we search for things becomes different because voice is a different way of accessing it. Our privacy disappears and we become monitored 24-7 by all the cameras and all the devices and all the internets of things out there. And the way that marketers approach things like websites, syntax, languaging will also change, hopefully, to keep in touch with a voice and oral world. That's a radical change. That is the kind of disruption that I think we're going to be seeing in the next 10 to 15 years. That's about it for this week. Please don't forget to subscribe um, or send us a mail at podcast at reiterate.org. Have a great week and we'll chat again soon.